Hey guys, you're here. I'm here. I'm pleased. You know I love the company. Shout out to everybody for being here. This is me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. This is where I would have played Welcome Back by Mace, um, which is a um was using a sample from the Welcome Back Kata TV show. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Y'all know I don't sing, so don't judge me. But okay, whatever. This is where I was going to use it. But then, you know, once you start to put the music up, then they got a limit where it can be played and all that stuff. So just imagine that you're hearing it right now. Well, the name table chains has been around, right? All of that. Um, Names ain't changed. It's still me, Danny. Okay. But that's my jam. And since I've been gone for a minute and I'm back with the jump off, who's in the club, K-something, jump off. Shout out to Lil' Kim. Since all of that is happening and I can't play none of the music, just imagine for yourself and if you want to go on spotify and listen to my playlist then go ahead on because i'll be putting up some of these um welcome back um things also guys um check me out on many platforms you know i'm on tiktok already you already know that um i'm over on instagram I also am hosting a morning daily daily morning radio show on Amped. And so if you want to check me out there, that's where the music at. So if you want the music, you got to go to my Spotify playlist or you got to go ahead on over there to Amped where you'll hear me talk about um, you, some music and then we can talk daily if you want to hit up some stuff. But let's get into the show. How do we think that I was not going to come through with this Monique nonsense? Oh, people, 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 guess who is back? I done found my way back. Finding my way back to you, babe. I don't even know if that's a song, but I'm back, okay? Had to take a break because the sister was tired, but I'm out here, okay? So let's go. This ain't even going to be a long episode because I don't even know if I got long episodes. I think I'm just going to start coming on um, more frequently. But anyway, let's stop with the promises because y'all know I don't be keeping them. That's who I am. Okay. You know me, you love me. I don't keep promises. I do the best that I can. That's what you're going to get. So let's go head on. This, the reason why I came on here is because this Monique situation, every time Monique show up, I just be like, girl, sit down. It most of the time, to be honest with you, it's not the message that she has, but it is always the messenger. Monique as a messenger is always a problem for me. I'd be like, Monique, you ain't the one, sis. You ain't the one to have these conversations. So let me just go ahead because y'all might not know what I'm talking about. I don't know how you hear and you don't know, but I'll give you the information anyway, okay? Monique and D.L. Hughley were... Um, both build on a comedy special in Detroit. They were both at a, it was a comedy show in Detroit, okay, recently. Before the special, because you got to go back because there's, whenever, you know, whenever something is happening, it's not always just the thing. There, there's always, there's usually some background information that needs to be known as well. So let me just say, before the special or before the show, D.L. Hughley invited Monique onto his talk show. He has a radio show currently. He invited her onto the radio show. She went to the radio show. On that radio show, towards, I I believe it's towards the end of the show, typically 
when they have guests, they do a would you rather. The host play a would you rather. It's D.L. Hughley, and then he has, like, you know, a, a woman. I don't know her name. Please forgive me, but I don't know her name. They, they have, um, they do, like, would you rather with their guests. When they were doing the would you rather, the the female host, the woman host, she asked Monique, would you rather have your husband have sex with Lee Daniels with a condom or with Corinne Steffens. If you don't know who that is, that's a woman who wrote that book and they called her Superhead back in the day, like the early 2000s. So would you rather have him with Lee Daniels with a condom or with Corinne Steffens, who was known to have had sex with um, several male celebrities without a condom? That was the question. Um, is a disrespectful question all the way around. It's disrespectful to ask somebody if they would rather their husband have sex with anybody else. Um, I believe that the question kind of came up because Monique has been very vocal about the fact that her and her husband, if not now, at some point did have an open relationship. But I don't believe that, um, I don't believe that Monique ever explained that her husband was bisexual. Now, Monique has said herself she is bisexual, but she has not said that her husband was. So to ask your husband, ask a woman, does she, would she, which one would she rather her, her husband have sex with? And then one of them be a male. If your husband, if there has been no explanation that your husband is bisexual, is disrespectful in itself. But then to also say, well, um, would you rather him her him have sex with this woman who now you are alluding to to be like nasty because she had sex with with many um celebrities we know a lot of celebrities have sex with a lot of other celebrities that's their demo okay and uh, this was a woman who at one point started out as a video um girl corinne stephens did so it's supposed to be like oh do you want him to have sex with this man or this nasty woman and that's disrespectful to lee daniels is disrespectful to corinne stephens it was disrespectful to monique as a wife it was disrespectful to monique's husband as a man who wasn't even there why are we talking about him so i could see how monique was was upset okay and I would imagine that if some somehow Monique felt like D.O. Hughley either knew about this question prior to her coming on or did not handle the situation when it was asked respectfully enough for her. I didn't see the show. I just know that that's where the background of all this situation came from. Okay. So Monique already feel a way about D.L. from being on his show. All right. Moving forward, fast forward to the actual day of the comedy show in Detroit. When Monique comes out on stage to do her set, instead of actually doing her set, she goes on this rant that I believe was about 10 minutes. You can pull it up on the internet. It's out there for you to see where she starts complaining about how, or she's ranting about how, um she she overheard or was told that D.L. Hughley made a big fit backstage because he wanted to be the closer when Monique felt like she was she was supposed to be the closer and that D.L. Hughley at the last minute decided that if he can't be the closer that he wasn't going to do the show and it was supposed to be all this problem 
Monique goes on like, oh, yeah, he think he the bigger name and he want to be, you know, the closer. Now, if you don't know, in a comedy show, the closer is the the highest paid. Usually whoever closes the show gets paid the highest unless we are all built together and we come as a group and we make a contract where everybody make equal money. Somebody going to get paid highest and usually the highest is the person who closes the show. So... Monique is going on about, oh, now all of a sudden D.O. Hughley's back there acting like, you know, uh, a B because he wants to, you know, be the closer and I'm the bigger act and all this stuff. She goes on for about eight minutes talking about the, you know, contracts and who's closing and who's bigger and all this stuff, which, okay, I guess we'll get into it in a minute. But even further in, once we hit about eight minutes, now... Monique starts to allude to the fact that D.L. Hughley is himself gay. She's saying that D.L. stands for down low and everybody know it. And like she went into this whole thing of now questioning his sexuality. Okay. Um, and the audience is just sitting there like, wow, whoa. Like they're, they're just like, why are, what, what is this for? How is this for us now? Let me start by saying, this is this is how we got here, okay? This is why, why I'm here, because this has been news for a couple of days now, and because I feel the way about Monique anyway, I decided that this is when I was going to come back and talk to y'all. Monique always misses the, the audience that she, she wants for the message she's trying to give, and then she always adds so much nonsense that the message don't mean nothing okay so these two go on she she starts saying all this stuff about him on stage dl hughley then goes on the internet and starts to say like monique you you are you know you you are the problem here he basically said you've had a problem i'm not gonna read it you could pull it up I, I don't even know if it was on instagram if it was on twitter but somewhere on social media my man's basically said that Monique has had a problem with Oprah, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, Netflix, Amy Schumer, and Charlamagne Tha God, and now me. Like, he's saying that at some point, mama, you're going to have to, you know, think that the, the problem and the issue may be you. He then said, it may not even be you. It may be your representation because it seems as though you keep on having these issues with how the contracting is supposed to work. Maybe it's the representation that does not know how to handle you well. Now, I will say this. A lot of times people have spoken about the fact that her representation is her husband. Okay, I believe her manager is her husband and they have a production company. A lot of times people have spoken to the fact that her husband don't handle business well. Not that he's cheating her out of money or anything, but just, just that he doesn't handle, he doesn't know how to, you know, handle the business aspect as well as she may believe that he does. Because you could believe in your king all day, but your king may not be an expert in the areas in which he is working. That's that's just the truth now i don't know i never met her husband i I ain't seen no contracts up until now i have not seen any contracts about anything so i don't know okay so dl hughley then goes on the internet and puts up his contract there are legal terms for these 
Now, I don't know. I ain't in the business like that, so I don't know. But one of them had a contract, and one of them had something else. It was called something else. I don't know. Look it up yourself, okay? Both pretty much were legally binding, though. Let me just say that. So D.L. Hughley puts this up, and what he had said that he would be the highest paid comedian and that he was the headliner. The headliner in, in a comedy show is typically the person who goes last, okay? This contract was between D.L. Hughley, his people, and the the comedy the uh, promoter for the event. Then I believe the next day or later on that day, Monique put up her paperwork. Now, um, what D.L. Hughley had and what Monique had, I believe Monique wrote up hers and then, then the promoter people signed it and D.L. Hughley's was the opposite where the promoter people wrote up his and then he signed it, something like that. I don't know, go on the internet, look for it yourself. Um, Monique said that she would be the closer. Monique said that she would be the closer. My issue here is both of those are probably true that they both received that information. The promoter seems to be the one who lied. Now, what I believe happened, I wasn't there, so don't don't quote it. This is just my thought. My thought is D.L. Hughley had his information. It said he was the headliner. That means he go last. They get to the venue. When they get to the venue, there was, you know, in the back, they usually just put up, like, the order of the show and things like that. And when they step, so when he saw his, it said something about Monique being last, and D.L. Hughley flipped out. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean he flipped out on Monique. That means that he may have been having words with his people, like, what the hell, you all need to fix this, because I came here for a certain check to do a certain, you know, position. I'm supposed to be last. That's what was told to me. I want the last position. That's where that money is. Y'all need to fix that. He may have also been talking to the promoter. Oh, no, this is what my paperwork say. This is what you told me. You need to honor what you told me. I don't, I don't know what Monique got over there in her room. We ain't sitting in the same room, promise you that. Now, they may have gone then to Monique and said, because the promoter don't want to seem like he wrong, he may have gone to Monique and been like, D.L. Hughley is having a problem. He want to go last. I don't know what's going on, da-da-da-da-da. Not telling Monique, we did promise him that he could go. So then when you go over there and you talking to her so it don't look like you wrong, you make it seem like D.L. Hughley is wrong and he's the problem. Okay, because if he make it seem like he wrong, then now she got to be like, well, let's let's get this worked out. I'll wear my money. You may ask for more money, too. So I believe that the issue was with the promoter. And this is always why me and Monique got an issue. She don't know me, but this is one of the big reasons why. Monique, why are you bringing your contract issues to the audience? I, as a ticket holder, don't give a damn about what was the issue in the back. Put on the show. Y'all figure that out and put on the show. And then even if you wanted to go on social media on your time, on your dollar, then you go hit on a random rave about it then. But not sitting here when I done paid my money, I done got my hair done, I done paid for parking, $35. I didn't pay for gas. I didn't took my boo out to have dinner. I didn't got this outfit on. We didn't squoze into these seats that's hitting my hips hard and these my knees is hitting the seat. I don't want to hear about your contract it, uh, disputes with D.L. Hughley in the back.
And I don't want to know about you thinking that he's gay all of a sudden on this stage and he about to come out here. Like, what is that? Because now you messing up more of my time and money because now he's feeling the way he ain't giving me his best show because he's been disrespected. And maybe if it's true, outed. If it's not true, disrespected in front of this large audience. Now, I'm not getting the, the show that I want. Why did you bring it here, sis? Why did you bring it here? And that's, Monique just never get it right. That wasn't the, the space. The audience can't change who come out next. The audience can't change who get the money. The audience can't change the rollout of how this plays out later on. Why would you do it here? Monique ain't never right. Even when she right, she wrong because she always wrong. Now, let me say this. People be like, maybe Monique should. Let me just give you some things that I know about them as far as career. Monique was um, the co-star to the Parkers. Now, I know y'all want to try to say that she was the star, but she was not the star. She was the co-star. Her and Countess Vaughn were the stars together, which was the spinoff from the Moesha show. It also was a little bit of a spinoff from the L. Hughley show. I believe that they were neighbors on that show or he or she was their aunt on the show because she played Nikki Parker on the Hughley show as well, okay? She had five seasons of her show, but D.L. Hughley had a show who was actually named after him, and on that show, he had four seasons. So we pretty much matched up, okay? Monique had a talk show back in the early 2000s. I believe it was called Monique. I don't know. Um, but D.L. Hughley currently has a radio show. It's a syndicated radio show. It ain't just in one little city. It's making a nice, decent little bit of coin, okay? Um, D.L. Hughley has about six comedy specials, I believe, including, like, you know, the 30-minute HBO specials. And um, I don't even think that includes, like, the all-star stuff that he did, you know, with a couple of other people. And then there was, like, the comedy breakdown, I believe, that he was on with a couple people. But we'll give him about six comedy specials, okay? And one of them was not that long ago. I want to say maybe 2019, something like that, 2020, something like that. Monique ain't really had a comedy special in, like, 20 years. Even... In her being in Detroit there, she was saying she had not been to Detroit in 20 years because she don't go out touring comedy. She has not done that in a long time. It's probably been at least, I, I will get into it, but I saw her in 2019 in my city. I believe it was 2019 when I saw her um, at like an improv. It wasn't a huge arena. It was at the comedy improv. Let's keep going real quick. And, and, and I want to say I will give Mo Monique maybe three comedy specials. Um, and that includes the Queens of Comedies. She did the Queens of Comedy. And then there, okay, I'll give her four. Let's give her four. There were some that they, they were like straight to DVD type ones. And then like not very promoted well ones. There was like one she did in a prison, I believe. And then there was another one that she did. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, let's give her four. DL Hughley got about six. We're going to give Monique four. Y'all tell me if you can recall any of them. Because I, 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 I vividly remember the one that she did when she went to the prison. Other than that, I don't remember any others. 
Um, and I, but I do know that I've seen almost every one of D.L. Hughley's, okay? But I like black comedians. I will watch almost any black comedians, especially if you have not offended me, I will watch more than one, okay? And I, I don't feel like, you know, I am an expert in comedy or anything like that, but I don't, I just don't know many of hers. And I tried to look them up. They didn't list any, so I don't know. Okay, then we have to say that D.L. Hughley has been in a couple of um, movies and TV shows. Um, you know, D.L. Hughley was on Soul Plane, and he was in the movie The Brothers with uh, Morris Chestnut and Shamar Moore and uh, Bill Bellamy. I don't believe that D.L. Hughley has a huge acting career but he was like in a couple of small roles here and there monique has also done a couple of like um guest roles like small roles on tv shows she was had a role on birdie mac she played somebody on um the proud family she played somebody on um she like i said she was she was a guest on dl hughley show she did a couple of other you know tv shows and we know that um you know she did her own tv show now she also did two um bigger she did a bigger movie role when she played in the movie mall rainy which starred queen latifah and i think she played or or, or she played Ma rainy and it was the movie bessie that starred uh queen latifah sorry and that one was an hbo movie i believe and then of course we all know that she had the oscar winning role for precious okay my issue with this is i believe that because she won the oscar of course when you win certain things you feel like you are at a higher level but i my issue though is because of her behaviors right or wrong right or wrong because of her behaviors it has not awarded her um presence in the field of entertainment that she feels like would demand the money that she is owed okay i believe that when she did precious and she won the oscar i i understand that she you know felt like because many people who win oscars the price go up when they win the when they win the oscar the price go up no doubt about it no doubt about it um i i do know that monique has been in, let, let me just say before we go because i know some of y'all gonna be like she's done a lot of things yes she did flavor of love charm school where you know remember the uh what's his name flavor Flav had a show where all the women were trying to date him and then monique then went 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 behind that and she was supposed to be like giving these these girls who we were supposed to at the time just say were ratchet girls. She was supposed to help them like, you know, work on their um, presence, their charm and, and give them, you know, etiquette classes and whatnot. They were supposed to like learn all this stuff, whatever. And she was the host of that show. She also was in that movie, um, Fat Girls, which, okay, I um, remember that. And, um, I'm trying to think. I child, I don't know. Oh, she was in Two Can Play That Game. That was kind of cute with um Vivica Fox. 
she's done a couple of things i will not lie and say she has not done a couple of things and like i said when she was in precious she won the oscar that was back in 2009. we are over 10 years from that and i believe that the way that she has gone about making herself be the spokesperson for the equality of women which i don't but trust me i am a woman i believe that women have have always and are presently still underpaid and undervalued in every aspect of the life let's just say and i do agree with her on the stance that as a black woman she and other black women i mean there have been many other black women who speak up about this so i it, i do not believe the message is wrong that you know they are not valued correctly and underpaid however or it also i believe that monique in the way that she delivers the message right or wrong is not invite is not in a way that gives way for many people to want to work with her and i believe that you have to understand that when you want to become an activist for whatever the cause may be that will also close you close you off or close some doors in other areas so if you want to be an activist if you want to be a person who comes out here and wants to demand the change for something that also may mean that you can't do the other thing let's take for example colin kaepernick colin kaepernick did not want to do anything but kneel when he first started out that's all he wanted to do i believe monique just wanted to be able to be paid like compensated for the work that she believed that she should be compensated for i believe that but once once all of the um focus was on colin and and the stance that he was trying to make that then meant that he could not play football did he ask for that no even when he started to kneel he wasn't like oh this is about to shake this thumb up and i ain't gonna be able to play and i'm fine with that that's not how it works but that's that's not how the plan goes but that is usually how it will then ride out colin kaepernick has not played football for how many years now i don't know i don't know about football like that but i know that it's been a good while that colin kaepernick has not been able to play football and so after a while of being like the knee and the kneeling and why and what's the point and why was he trying to do it and people arguing over that colin kaepernick was going around being like i just wanted to get back on the field like who's gonna let me play the play this the game i feel like that's what happened with monique monique was try just trying to say one thing that one thing made people be like mm, and then i, I feel like then she got you know um i don't believe that she felt this way but i believe that sometimes when she showed up into spaces people felt a way about her and the way that they felt about her and the way that she delivers a message clashed and people did not decide that they would not work with her a lot of times you do not know and understand how you come off and monique comes off a lot of times for me, she comes off a lot of times, she's bringing up too many other factors that the message get lost. 
Um, I remember there was a time when Tamar Braxton was, a, you know, that was the, the conversation with Tamar, like Tamar, all of the eh, 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 that you're doing makes people not hear the message that you are trying to deliver because all the extra around it don't make it good. The same thing, this if you, oh boy, go, go ask my best friend, go ask my best friend, my best friend, she will tell you. One of my favorite episodes of the Cosby Show was when uh, Vanessa brought back her boyfriend, Dabness, that she was talking about she wanted to marry. And Vanessa at one point talks about how she, her family act like they don't like him and bill cosby was saying the things that you're saying and all that you're talking about him sound great but you the presentation was bad so he was saying to dabness oh dabness what's your favorite what's your favorite meal dabness said oh give me a steak he said oh steak you want some you know fried onions on it yes give me the onions give me the this give me the that he said oh you want it bill said you what about a baked potato you want a baked potato yes with all the toppings bill said oh, i'm gonna give you cheese melted cheese yes the sour cream all of it love it he said can you see it in your head damn it's like yes i can taste it he said you can taste it. he said yeah he said now imagine i give it to you on a garbage can lid it don't matter if it's good the presentation now you don't want to eat it off no garbage can where that garbage can did come from is it clean did you just buy it why would you use that as a plan like all these other questions start to come in the factor i don't care about the steak no more and i feel like monique keep bringing her message in on a garbage can lid that makes so many people miss her message that the could because the messenger is wrong And a lot of times as well for Monique, it's also where you are delivering the message. She keep taking it to people that can't change it for her. That audience was never going to make that contract better for her that night. But those people did work to get that money for them tickets. This is, we still in the pandemic. People still ain't making money like they was before. And so the ticket money, is it, it's a big deal to come out to see you and i'm and and i as an audience as 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 the audience i felt like i was coming out to see two big time comedic comedic names even though monique you have not really done any comedy in years and, and so for me my other thing is just because you are continuing to be in the field of entertainment does not mean that you are a hot shot in a certain area. Let me tell you, Monique, if you were doing comedy 20 years ago and you're even telling Detroit where you were at, I ain't been here in 20 years. Why you haven't been touring in 20 years? Is that because you've been doing movies and acting? That's fine, but that don't mean we know you still funny. If we if if J Lo wasn't always dancing and you know running around here trying to do a quick little two step or whatever, and then you know she been doing all these movies and whatever, you can't then come over here and be like, I want to see her dance. I need to see her dance. I don't even know if she can still move like she used to. 
I don't know if have you been practicing that thing. I don't think everything that you do is like falling off your bike when you get back on. You just keep pedaling. Like I don't know, but I will tell you this: when I saw Monique in 2019, she was not funny. She actually did not do comedy. We were at the improv. It was a comedy space, but sis had a long conversation about her and her husband and how she is a bisexual and they be trying out people, other people in a relationship. It wasn't jokes. We sat there for over an hour. There were no jokes. And them tickets were not cheap. Even at the improv, the tickets was not $30. They weren't $50. I won't tell you how much I paid, but I will tell you I may pay more than $50 for the ticket. And if I pay more than $50, I get myself dressed up, do my cute little hair, throw on these lashes, and I come down there and you give me um, a motivational speech when I came for comedy. And it wasn't even a motivational speech. It really was just a podcast episode that she could have did and I could have got for free. So my concern is because I I do not think and I believe that Monique believes that her comedy ticket price should equate to her acting ability. But we also have not seen Monique act in many years she played the hell out of that role in precious everybody will say that she did very good in that role in precious but other than precious let's just be honest viola davis gonna always give we know it we know she gonna come out there with the with the comment i mean with the drama the tears gonna flow she gonna give she hitting Viola Davis experience 90% of the time. Do we have the same track record for Monique or does Monique still believe that she should be getting that money based off the fact that she closed in the Queens of Comedy that came out in 1990 something, 95? Because my oldest daughter, I when that came out, I believe it was like 90, the, the mid to late 90s. Okay, we in the mid 2000s, the 2020s. Sis, your your price can't go off of what you did in 95. Because listen, when I had that first baby, I was 17. And um, let, let me just look at it because it might not have been, it might have been the Kings of Comedy. So let's just look and see when the Queens of Comedy came out because I don't remember. But I I can tell you that when my when my when my child were my child was young, when the, the youngest ones were out, um I had a lot more energy. And I didn't have this um you know, weight loss surgery. And when I had, okay, it came out in 2000. Yeah, when it came out in 2000, since the comedy came out in 2000, I had my, oh, child, don't judge me. Worry about your own self. But by then I had my fourth child, okay? And I was like 22. I was trying to figure out the age the other day. I was like 22 when I had my, my child, my fourth child. When I had my fourth child, I was 22. When I was running around 22, I had a lot more energy. I was doing a lot more things. Don't co- compare my uh activity at 22 to my activity now at 40 something okay 
Because when my grandson come over here, I'd be looking at him like, "You do you want to plant these flowers? I don't want to run around the park <laughs> like I was, you know, like I wanted to. And I got energy. Okay? I takes my vitamins. But I ain't her. And I'm just saying, because you did something 20 years ago, don't and you have not continually worked on that craft. If you continually work on the craft, yes, we 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 respect your expertise in such an area. But l- let me give it to you this way. T.I. the rapper. Did he's got a couple albums out under him, okay? Rubber band man, wild as a Taliban. Like we I you know, we get it. Um you can have whatever you like. We get that he was a rapper, okay? And when he do shows with music, he requires a certain price, okay? He has also done a few movie roles. He did ATL with Lauren London. He did... um takers with chris brown and i believe idris elba was in that one he did um american gangster with denzel you like he he's been in movies with names with names okay so when he pull up and he wants to have an acting role he gonna command a dollar has he won any oscars no but has he done, has he, is he consistently keep coming out and doing that stuff? Yes. Last year or the beginning of this year, T.I. decided he wanted to step into the comedy ring. You think T.I. could come out there now and be like, y'all seen what I did, bring them, uh, uh, you know, rubber band man, give me my music money for this comedy? We don't know you here, sir. We don't know you here, sir. So the money can't, you can't ask for money in one area that you have not continually worked on in a craft that we don't know you in since 20 years ago. Now, let me just say, I understand that she has done more, she has done more comedy since 20 years ago but I also want to let you know that when I am going down and looking at her things they are not giving me a lot of um uh comedy shows but let me look up her IMDB because um you know I want to make sure I want to make sure I, I know that the last time she did a comedy special was not twenty two was not two thousand. It was it was more recent than that. I don't know how much more recent than that, but it was definitely more recent than that. So let's get into let me look and see what they got out here for sis. Because like I said, you know, she was in a couple of but they still not pulling up no comedy specials on her oh there's one it looks like there was one oh she produced this herself in 2020 I'm about to find it oh she mm, she hosted a comedy night with other 
with other comedians like okay sis it's just y'all Monique just be the wrong messenger and she always giving the message in the wrong place that's that's just how it works and this got ugly real quick I will say that if that was the questioning at the show it was disrespectful and she is owed an apology for that but you can't the apology for that can't even be if that was your gripe sis you should have came into the man at that point and had that issue and let that be known to him we didn't need to know about that either if you wanted him to apologize on your show and i've seen him do apologies on his show so if you felt like you were uh, deserving of an apology on his show then you should have gone to the man and had that worked out but to come on that stage and use the stage and use 10 12 minutes of the time that i paid for that's my time i paid for that time i'm the audience time to to talk about your contract issues no sis you have to come better than that just plain and simple and again monique just be the wrong messenger but i don't know y'all let me know how you feel about it because again this just it ain't gonna work every time she in the news she in the news for getting it wrong even when she right. But we can't give her credit for the message being right because she always presenting it on a garbage can, Lee. Sis got me exhausted. I don't know about y'all, but she got me exhausted. Anyway, what y'all think about it? Okay, so since I'm back and, you know, we here, just tune in. Make sure y'all subscribe. If y'all feel like you got something to say about this whole Monique situation, go ahead on and hit me up, justsayingpodcast at gmail.com, and we can go ahead on and discuss it. I'm fine to let you know how I feel. I mean, you already know how I feel, but if you want to discuss anything about it, if you got any input, go ahead on and send it to justsayin, J-U-S-S-A-Y-I-N, uh, podcast at gmail.com, and, and let me know how you feel about it. Because this right here is out of control. But, you know, whatever. I'll be back. You know the celebrities is always doing something, and if they doing something, I'm going to be talking about it. Bye, y'all.